to the Friends Don't Let Friends Binge Alone podcast. And it's good to be back in the studio with these lovely ladies. And to my right, I have... Yo, yo, yo. It's me, Nada. Thank you for tuning in again. What is this, episode nine, y'all? Episode Are we nine. nine. Episode yeah, nine, what? yeah. Tag of the clone? Ten, I don't know. We almost <laughs> 10 episodes in this thing. Check us out. Consistency is key. But I just want to welcome everybody back to... um another episode here thanks for tuning in uh hopefully we can give you some good content to listen to um some shows that you can relate to or that you watch and to my right we have hey y'all it's me the one that they call betty how that sounds that's how they call you (laughs) betty Betty. you know i gotta make my name sound you know not old ladyish so whatever um but thank you guys for hanging out with us again for episode nine hopefully you know um we keep you guys entertained and um on your toes so let's go and i am ben and tonight we're discussing the best man uh the original one the one that came out in 1999 so the reason why we're talking about this movie because there were no review sites there were no internet blogs anything to discuss the movie so times have changed, cinema has changed. So we just want to kind of get give you our perspective on how we felt then as well as how we feel about it now. So I'm going to start with Betty since she was just so hard uh, on <laughs> Love Jones. This is a perfect opportunity to redeem yourself and reestablish your black card by saying something nice about the best man. <laughs> I like the best man. Hey. You know, hey. You know, it had all the elements that I like. Shade, um, a little comedy. Okay. Um, you know, a little, I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't call it a love movie. I don't think it was a love movie. But uh, I definitely uh, had enough drama in there for me. So it, it was a good a good show for me. A good okay. Movie. Hey, Not I got, a, my, got my black card back you, on. You, so far. I don't you, know. Yeah. The verdict is still out. We'll, so far. We'll determine that by the, epi- the end of this episode. We'll see. so far you're holding on to it all right now let me hold on to it so far not what was your overall thoughts on it you know back then 1999 (laughs) i will say you know back then i thought the movie was great because we didn't have a lot of options back then for black cinema so we had to take what we could get Uh (laughs) wait hold on on, so, you know, when I watched it, when I revisited, you know, in more recent days, mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, for one, HD makes a damn difference. Because back <laughs> then, back then, you know, when you first saw it in the movie theater, you thought Morris Ch- Chestnut had some good hair. He had his waves rocking. But now I'm watching the HD. I'm like, damn, <laughs> you know, that's the a- struggle. It was a struggle waves. I don't know what um Terrence Howard hair was doing. Not a- <laughs> Not a listen, what? listen, listen. When I was watching it though, I was thinking, you know, I always be looking at shit like that. So I was thinking, I was like, damn, uh, my man Harper hair was looking better in college than it was when they yes. <laughs> and then <laughs> Nia Nia Long. Um, well, I can't think of her character's name on there. What was her what was her name on there? Jordan. 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 Her hair was a mess. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was the style back but then. Back in the nineties, we thought it was shot. That was how when you see the H D in 4K now, that yeah, wasn't was the move. Terrible. That's not the move. And then um, Mia hair, like I, I'm pretty sure that was a wig, but that was a horrible, 
horrible yeah. wig. It was all, it was all bad. But um, overall, you know, it's a classic. It goes down as being a, a classic in black cinema for us. Um, it definitely has its funny parts. It has some relatable parts to to some to some people. And then, um, who who is y'all favorite character coming out of there? Y'all already know my favorite character was uh, Quentin. Q. Yep, that's mine too. <laughs> he keeps oh, it real. Yeah. He All don't he don't care how people perceive him. Like he's gonna be Q regardless. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what I liked about him. Yeah, my least favorite was Harper. He was a fucking snake. He just, he was so shady. He was so shady. You gonna sleep with his girl and then dedicate the make book a to book him. and then and make then a try book to about it and then try to switch up the characters like what nobody gonna know. He was, yeah. You so lame. Yeah. You, you shouldn't even had even talk. Like, why would you dedicate the book to him though? Like after all that, that's disrespectful. You, then you walking around hiding the book. Like you looking suspect, bro. And then had the audacity to get mad at Jordan for bringing it up like no she called him out on his shit after she slapped him of course but she called him out on his shit like you aired your dirty laundry so how could you get mad because you know get mad at her or whatever he tried to he tried to blame it on her like no sir it's it's you like everything that's happening right now is because of you he was a yeah he was my least favorite least i favorite. was mad i was mad at jordan though i was mad at her because you caught you called him over to your crib or your whatever trying to get some. And then when he come over all beat up, you still ain't getting us since you could have saved all that. <laughs> like, the mission was not accomplished at all. Like, you you blew a good time. Y'all could have had that argument later on. Because uh, I would have just went and got him a little towel for his face and we could have got to it. But, uh, yeah, she blew that. So, you basically just after peeing by any means necessary is what you're saying. I mean, she, you know, because it had already been established, he had a girlfriend. A <laughs> Benny, you did not have to bring that back up. <laughs> the fact that he had a girlfriend, that girlfriend was a whatever. Let's say a non-factor. <laughs> she was a non-factor in the whole movie. <laughs> he did what they do. I'm gonna leave her at home until the last possible moment. Cause she wasn't baking or uh, making too many cakes and pies that she couldn't have been available for the whole weekend. He gonna bring her in just for the way they was not that in love. Right. But um, Itty who? <laughs> um. So let me ask y'all. Did y'all see? Did both of y'all see Best Man Holiday? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. follow up. Betty, did you see it? Um, what movie was it? I'm sorry. <laughs> Best Man Holiday. Did you see? Oh Best yeah, Man I Holiday? saw it. Yeah. Okay. So do you think it's fair to compare the two? Or do you want to say it was a good follow-up? It was a good follow-up. Yeah, I, think I personally sequel. enjoyed the best man. I enjoy the best man holiday better than I did. Um, the story was better. The story man. was better. But let me tell you, best man holiday had me. Y'all know I was crying, crying like oh, a baby, like full ugly face, tear crying. Yep. I listen anything yep. where some kids is involved and some kids is getting hurt. Yep. And some kids have to be without their mama. Like <laughs> a kid losing their parent, I don't care. I don't even have to know you or the kid. I will be crying like a baby. Anything happened <laughs> to a kid, I'm crying yeah. like a baby. I that's just who I am. That movie had me my face wet. Even when I first found out she was about to die, I'm like, oh, I can't. I'm not gonna be able to watch this. I'm not gonna be able to watch it. Yeah, I'm just I'm a mushy person. I'm sorry. It was a good follow up. I like it was a good follow. It was a great follow up. I just you know because sometimes when we it's kind of hard to recreate the magic 
of what they did in 1999, what they did an excellent job in 2013 about bringing about the uh, Best Man Holiday. And of course, they had the dance scene doing a new edition, and it was pretty good. And I can say in 2013, we had way more Black content out there than we had in 1999. So it held its own amongst everything that was going on at that time. So I definitely give that a thumbs up for Best Man Holiday. Yeah, some people, um, you know, some people said it was too sad, but I mean, that's a part of life. I mean, that could, that could, what happened to them could happen to anybody. Um, I do like how they kind of closed it at the end. Absolutely. I do like how they closed it out in the end with um, trying to, you know, make it a more happier side when he had a baby or whatever. So, and then they kind of left it open with Quentin not knowing if he's going to get married next so that would be interesting to see if they do like a part three um mind you it took them what 14 years to come out with the sequel so <laughs> we might have to wait another 14 boy. years <laughs> oh, yes oh. i mean <laughs> right but um yeah i think uh between the two i would say best man holiday was the better original. than okay. the original but we all agree that we like both movies. Nobody's like shitting on this one like we had a, a conflict of interest with uh what was that? <laughs> with, uh, Love Jones. Love Jones. It just wasn't. I a mean, good stuff movie is still me. nothing. Still nothing can. Nothing can touch Love Jones. I mean, that's what it is. Mm. Betty is just out. Okay, sorry. So listen, let me tell y'all another part <laughs> that I enjoyed about the movie. So I really hated that character, Shelby. So I felt like she got exactly what the F she deserved because she was such a total B-I-T-C-H. For controlling. Um, yeah, controlling. very controlling. And he just wrote, he listen, my man's rolled up with his new piece the next day like, hey, hey, nah, sis, it's over. I was like, yes, more people need to do that. This is candy. More people, more <laughs> people need to do that, though. Like, be honest with yourself. Like, don't stay in a miserable relationship and drag it on out. Do what make you happy. Let sis be on Absolutely. her way. And you see what happened when she went on her way. But I that was my favorite part when Quinn turned to pick her uh pick her chin up off the floor. <laughs> I live for But that why did the church have a revolving door though? I was like, the church <laughs> like if you go back and look at it when uh Morris Chestnut character Lance shows up. They showing people going to the church. Like, why does it have like a revolving door? I've never seen a church with a wooden revolving door. I was like, oh, that's when, interesting. When he rolled up in that cab to tell his mom and daddy that he wouldn't get married, I was like, damn. He <laughs> I was like, so he was still drunk? Like, he ain't had no car? Like, what, what's going on? I don't know. I, 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 you know, looking at movies now, you'd be like, yeah, that was not realistic, but okay. But, you know, whatever. It, it, it made for a good Medium but it was based it was based out of new york though right yeah yeah well oh, you know new was it, york was is like new the, york? the mecca main source of cabs transportation there anyway yeah. Ca- right. cabs yeah so ain't like yeah. he jumped off the subway <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right and he, i mean it was the 90s too so everybody was catching cabs then wasn't like no uber, uber that's what i'm saying we're talking a different time well yeah you couldn't catch an uber back in 99 I, I was jumping fresh off that bus in 99, but you know, that was you know, me. Now, I would say that the guy that played merch, I, I would say this, sometimes as Black people, when we watch movies, we get people stuck in a movie that we saw them in. Like, people still refer to uh, Wesley Snipes as Nino Brown, even though he's done so much, or if you've seen him in, uh, what was that movie? 
Blade. He get people refer to him as Blade, and Julian or Merch in the uh, in the movie. He actually redeemed himself because he showed up on Sons of Anarchy as like this tough gangster guy, okay. and like totally changed the game. But then he also did Claws uh, and would play Niecy Nash's brother who had like Down syndrome or something. So yeah, he definitely, because like we talk about Monica Calhoun who played Mia, like we can't see her past Players Club and being, and, and of course, Best Man, even though she's done other things. But those are, you know how black people get, they just get stuck on certain parts and we just can't go past that. I think his real name is like Harold. I can't pronounce his name. Yeah, it's like Harold, Harold Perrineau Perrineau or, something. or something like that. And yeah. you know, he's a really, really good actor. But you don't really see him in a lot of, well, I don't recall seeing him in a lot of movies. Um, outside of that, now y'all, he was okay, a lost, so, which is a big deal. And he was also in one of my favorite movies. Now, the Matrix. y'all might try to take my black card for this one. Romeo and Juliet that came out in 1996 with Leonardo DiCaprio. That's uh, one of my favorite movies. He was in that movie. Now, 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 let me tell you, I am. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, okay. I'm not gonna even. I'm not gonna even get down on you because okay, cool. I was, you know, um, in college, I was taking Shakespeare classes just for the hell of it. I love Shakespeare, so um, I I can't be mad at you know a little Romeo and Juliet. I can't be mad at you. So now, mm. when it comes to this particular character, uh, Merch. He made his black film debut. We all, you know, we don't recognize nothing else. He played the thief on the subway in King of New York. And that was going back to like 1990. Mm-hmm. But they tried to rob Frank White on the subway. And he was like, mm-hmm. come to the plaza. I get you. I get a job for you. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of where he made his debut. Okay. Oh, I, you know, I don't even remember that, to be honest with you. <laughs> was that on VHS or Betamax? uh vhs 1990 okay. king of new york was a big deal that's where biggie smalls get some of his references from frank white no i'm saying i didn't remember that part like i don't oh. remember yeah i don't remember him in the film i think that movie so old, you could probably find it for free on youtube or roku or something it's yeah. totally free out here i'm i'm confident that we can <laughs> see everything else like he was on Lost, and Lost was a really big deal. Lost pissed me off so bad. <clears throat> I remember I never watched it when, the, when it was like actually coming on TV, but I binged it when um, it came on Netflix because back then Netflix was just becoming a, a thing. Mm-hmm. And so when they showed like all of the seasons of Lost on there, I remember me and um, Tito just binging that. Like every weekend we would binge Lost, and when we got to the end, I was so pissed off. Like really. Not is that really how y'all go? If, that's funny that you said that because I never watched Lost, but I was watching uh, that one movie. I think it's called This Is Forty. I think the name of it. And uh, the little this girl. Is 40 the was movie. funny. Yeah, but you remember the little girl was watching the movie. Remember she was binging it, yeah. binging uh, yeah. Lost, and then she was so pissed at the end, like she was so mad. <laughs> Rightfully so, so, she had the same. I'm like, yeah. what the hell? She had the same yeah. reaction. <laughs> So I never wanted to watch it because I was. No, he did Oz. Like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny. Did y'all ever see? He, he was on the TV show Oz oh, yeah, that came I on it too. and did like that's fifty-five like that HBO, episodes of that. So yeah, mm-hmm. he did that from like ninety-seven to two thousand and three. So when it comes to the best man, unanimous across the board, we all give it a thumbs up. We liked it. 
no black cars have been mm -hmm. taken we still in we still in good graces mm -hmm. so what we're gonna do is take a brief break and when we come back we're gonna be discussing this new show uh, i think it was not his first time watching it but it's called put a ring on it so stay tuned all right we're back and now we're talking about put a ring on it it's a uh i was about to call him nephew tommy but it's a will packer produced dating show that's on the own network and the concept of the show is that people have well these couples have been together and to figure out if the person should put a ring on it they set you up on a date with someone else to see do you want to leave this relationship or do you want to become more dedicated and nada uh what are your thoughts on that concept of bringing in a third party to see if you want to be with the person that you've been with. So when y'all first told me about this show, I was like, this is just a setup for failure because it's like you're inviting drama into mm -hmm. your relationship. So it's like, why would you want to do that? And especially on national TV. But then when I started watching, I was like, damn, this is good for TV. Like <laughs> it makes good TV, you know? Um, Darian and Alexia. Yeah. They've been together 14 years. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you don't know within 14 years, but they did say off and on. Off so, on. you know, but within 14 years, you should know by then if you want to marry that person or not. I mean, damn, what, what else is it going to take? You know, uh, what's what's the one dude name? Uh, light-skinned guy or? Well, the other two are kind of light-skinned. You said about LaRonda La La and Jay? Oh, man, I can't think it. Not it's either the light skin couple, the one with the the ex football player, or the other one with the old girl with the little natural rap. Like okay, so let's talk about the football player first. Okay, let's be Jessica and Eric. He don't need to be in no relationship. She don't need to be in no relationship. Okay, uh, let me. Yep, let me correct myself. Neither one of them. <laughs> and if they do, not together. Yeah. They're toxic for one another. Because for one, she has major insecurities major. that sounds like comes from something else prior to him. I'm not sure this is just my assumption, but it sounds like it's coming from another another Relation. source. She, right. Yeah, she, she has some insecurities that she needs to address first. And then him, he just needs to own up to his shit. Like he definitely wants to be a single man um, doing <laughs> single things, but you need to just, you know, address that and, and move forward. So I don't think they're, I don't think they're gonna work. Um, nope. Now the part of their relationship was the fact that um, Eric was dating multiple women, like he was dating exactly. her and somebody right. else. So the insecurity, you know, was already there. It started off as um, I don't think it started off as a one hundred percent honest relationship from the beginning. That's so, what it sounds like. Yeah. Do you think she's clout chasing because he's a, a former football player? Oh, or? absolutely. I think that definitely has something to do I mean, with it. From an Instagram perspective, they look like a lovely couple. But once you get to the meat of it, like, oh, yeah, I agree. You know, it's like, because I think when you read the caption, like, Eric is just into life post NFL and Jessica's adjusting to Eric being fully committed. It says the couple had been battling issues from day one. And the two are not on the same page about when the couple was official. So. Yeah, it's a lot of insecurity. Like she's very insecure, and for her to be like, I don't know, she don't. I knew he wasn't going to stay on a date with that. I knew he wasn't going to go on a second date with that with that one young lady because she was talking about marriage from the beginning. She's like, I'm looking to get married. He's like, Well, I'm yeah, not. I, you know what? I thought 
that was so odd, Penny, because the last season, it didn't seem like the women were actually on there to get chosen. To get chose. But this season, it seems like the women are on there with a mission. And it right. wasn't like Absolutely. that. Last- that. Yeah, last season it wasn't like that. But even though my man went on like 15 dates with that one chick, <laughs> yeah, they, she, was she, she was they all three in a relationship. Now nah, I need if to Darian, behind them. If Darian was okay with it, old girl that he dated that first date that he went on to, if he was if he was down to smash, she was definitely gonna go. She was with the shits. Yeah, so I was surprised that, that he didn't. He was he was I'm too, not. he was too all in for me. I First of all, I don't know how old Phil Mob or what, what's the name of the group he was in. I used to like Phil Mob. Yeah, Phil, Phil Mob, yeah. right? So I don't know how old he is. I didn't Google his age, but he was his maturity level was very very, very young. Yeah, yeah like but you know, even when even when they made when Phil Mob the group, like it was not a group to really take seriously. They brought like a fun side to hip hop. It was never like no hardcore street type stuff they was more so of like you know i mean i'm in here kind of like um what's my man name i would say kind of like fun hip-hop like a digital underground remember how they oh, were just yeah. a fun group yeah so field mob was the same same way but yeah. um well, i think she said she was 34 or 35 so yeah i don't know i think they're around the same is. age but but is would they be that young because i didn't realize that that group would have been that young like uh mm-hmm. oh I, I guess I'm just out here feeling old then because I mm-hmm. thought that that was like a group from when we were younger. Mm-mm. I don't know. Mm-mm. But I don't remember his face and I wouldn't be like uh, yeah, he just wasn't mature enough for me. I wouldn't. I don't know how you was even with him for 14 years. Because the way he came back and described like her physical body, you know what I'm saying? Like he's about in that booty and the breast. Like you, remember you are talking to your girl about this. Sir, <laughs> yeah, he was not Sir. so. Now, not just kind of give your perspective. The first season, when you watch it, the women were not as you know as aggressive or mission minded as as Betty said. They were just kind of like there, going with the flow of everything. But they weren't like, if you want to come home with me, you could come home with me. Yeah. That really didn't happen. First season, it was more like, I'm trying to get to know you. You trying to get to know me. This is like. We, you know, this this season it seemed like everybody. Well, from this first date, it just seemed like the people that they're setting everyone up with is looking to just snatch you right then and they're like, like they gave these people a, a pep talk, like, look, this is a competition. See what you can snatch on. <laughs> like yeah. when you watch that first season, it wasn't it wasn't as aggressive as, as the dates. But and after it, they it, went it, on it, a it couple of dates. dates, but right, 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 a couple, right. Now the guy from uh, Darren, they said he's uh he's born Mar- May twenty third, nineteen eighty, so he's about 41, 42 years old. Okay, so he's he's around there. You said nineteen eighty two? No, he was born in eighty. Oh yeah, so he yeah he's a year he older about than forty one. Yeah, about mm-hmm. to be forty one. Now, what y'all think about Laronda and Jay? He got a bogus date though. She was okay. Did he say she was too he perfect? He seemed to like her. Yeah, he yeah, said he, said she was, he too was too perfect. perfect. And he don't want to do a second date with her because he don't trust himself around her. That's that, heavy. That, that yeah, was that's weird though, because he was like, he was like, we got a lot of problems. And then he was like, but what we what I got going on at home? I'm like, yeah, sir. I think you confused. I think he confused. They've been together for three years dating. But I think his thing was that he wanted to be more financially stable before they got married. And I think she was just kind of like, well, what does that mean? And what does that look like? 
Mm. I don't know why though. I don't know why women um think that once you get married, like all the problems go away. Like I, I just don't understand. They be really, really, really pressed about getting married and the situation don't even be strong enough as a uh, just a regular monogamous relationship. Now you want to be legally legally bound to my assets, and mm-hmm. uh, you don't even seem to like me that much. Like it's mm-hmm. they don't well, even be seeming like fun couples or nothing. They just so in a sense, I, I kind of commend them to recognize that there are mm-hmm. some issues within their re- relationship that needs to be addressed. How they're going about trying to get them resolved. Um, it's unrealistic. Like it's yeah. it's a it's an unwelcome change. It's and like it's we like, got problems. You... It's like we got problems, but I'm gonna give you an ultimatum, and you gonna marry me. Yeah, like, yeah. That's how this works. <laughs> like I'm confused at the mission here. When we look right. at Laronda and, got, and Jay, they're they're. they're their synopsis is saying uh, LaRonda is super successful woman who is constantly leveling up and Jay is a successful comedian. Uh, LaRonda is the top earner in the relationship which makes, uh, which makes Jay want to hit the brakes on marriage. Before proposing and walking down the aisle, Jay wants to make sure he can meet LaRonda halfway financially. Oh, that so, makes sense though. So that was that was their whole thing. And he kind of said that in his in his introduction when the show first started, mm-hmm. he was saying that he wants to be a little bit more financially stable. So, if you read between the lines, it kind of it's almost like he wants to be the breadwinner. He's not okay with her being the breadwinner. Yeah. I mean, if he's doing comedy and she's in like a corporate nine to five type of setting, then of course she will be more financially stable on on that aspect. You know, where it he might have a gig. A moment. It may take yeah. him a moment to get to that level. Yeah. Um, when he got a gig here and a gig there yeah. and she's like well I'm constantly bringing in XYZ of funds but I think when you go back and watch the first season that one couple um, I don't think the one who had the baby and she was like the baby couldn't come stay at the house oh she was nuts like the one that, I don't even know why you even did the show like mm-hmm. yeah he had, a, he, had a, he had a child from a previous uh, relationship and she was like well, I don't think the baby should come stay with us. And, and she did not I want think that the, baby. She did not want that yeah, baby. So I'm he thinking was like, like a teenager. Yeah, so I'm thinking like, you're right. We're not talking about like an infant or a toddler. We're talking like a teenager. Yeah, because if I was him, I would have jumped on that one girl that he kept going on them dates with. I was like, oh, he's fooling. Say less. Yeah, now you got to go back and watch that first season. <laughs> I'm going to try. Um, she said, I'm going to try. Now, watching the previews for the upcoming episodes, these dating shows, it's kind of like space, firsthand bids itself in certain Mm -hmm. cases. And then once they see we can increase our viewership if we focus on these issues out the gate, as opposed to stretching it out over X amount of episodes. Because to get the drama that we got in this first episode, we was like halfway through the season, uh, the first season to get that drama. So, Yeah, you're right. But I'm going to continue watching it, though. And now we're at the rabbit hole. And Nada, what was your rabbit hole for the week? Um, so to like go back to what we were watching last uh-huh. week, the Nigerian movies. Mm. I tried to I tried to keep it going, but that fell that fell short. Um, Namaste, Wahala. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it's called on Netflix. It was it was going good, you know. It, it had a good storyline, but then like this musical broke out like it was a whole music right. video like in the Bollywood. middle of the movie and i'm like mm, 
yeah and I, I wasn't feeling it so I cut that short um what else did I watch I watched um loved after lockup because the new season of that has started back up and that show is hilarious to me because <laughs> hey, there are just so I many red you. flags that people still be trying to make it work like no <laughs> they're in prison I I feel you. I think only one successful couple came out of that. That was the one from Vegas. Marcel and a light-skinned black guy was in the military. Yes, they are doing really well. They don't have babies and everything together. So he is really trying to make it work, and she is too, but I think she just really wanted to change. She was tired of being, you know, going in and out of jail. These other these other cats so far, I mean, it ain't gonna last. But what do I know? Uh, what was the black couple name? Uh, he was she was a Mormon, he was a Crip. What was uh <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> Not a Mormon in the Crip. What's yeah, the that was like oh, I can see his face. He had a bald head, he was a little short dude. Yeah. Cause oh, you know what? I get love after lockup and life after lockup. Because once you do love after lockup, then I think they switch you over to life after lockup to get more of your story. Her name There's was so Andrea, his name was Lamar. Shows. It was yeah, Lamar. Andrea Lamar. <laughs> She tried to get him to move out there to Utah. How you gonna get a man from Cali that's been locked up for 20 years to move to Utah? Girl. Girl. He like, my probation don't go out there. (laughs) (laughs) He was trying everything not to move out to Utah, and I don't blame him. Betty Woods. Yeah, that was my rabbit hole for the week. Betty, what was your rabbit hole? Um, uh, so uh, the only things that I really got into this weekend were um, the shy and married to medicine. Those are the only things that I really kind of watched outside of, um, you know, the other shows that we talked about. Um, and, um, yeah, I don't know. We, I think we had some good predictions for the shy from last week. Um, we knew that Nina was going some kind of way slide in with the brat and that definitely happened um and i yeah. know she felt like trash she should i mean like who jumps the gun like that like who does that i mean jump the gun I, I, nina i mean think about nina. it you call your girl while you're sitting there looking at her or you call your significant other while you're sitting there looking at her they put you on 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 what they call it like block the do call not or, or do not disturb See the voicemail and then say, I'm in a meeting when you can clearly see that they on the porch hugging. But when you, at what point do you confront her? Like, at what point do you confront her? Like, you confronted her after you slept with somebody else. Like, you went and got, um, you know, (laughs) whatever. And then you came home and confronted her. Like, you should have confronted her. I would have jumped out the car. Like, what's good? (laughs) Well, throughout, throughout the series, Throughout the series, Nina has um, definitely displayed one way or the other that she is not the brightest. Um, and I she told y'all she was, was spiraling this, this season. Like, she was... Yeah, she she handles situations um, that we wouldn't necessarily handle in the same way. Uh, so this, with her doing this with this whole Debrat scene, I'm not surprised. I just want to see how I want to see if she's gonna if she's gonna own up to it. Do you think she's gonna tell her? Now she can't yeah, sleep at night. Now she now she tossing it. Right. <laughs> but does that mean she's Emmett. gonna tell her? She better go stay with Emmett. They can toss and turn together. I'm telling you. Listen, let me let me tell you something. Um, I <laughs> we can get 
get back to Emmett and Tiff in that whole situation. But I, I, I just don't know. I just like I do. This is what people do. Like you just like, oh, I know you had mm-hmm. something. I'm about to go. Like as grown ass forty year old people, this is what we doing. Like it's just it's so weird to me. This is weird. Betty, unfortunately, some people out there they they really out here like that. They they really they really do that. I will say it's very un Chicago to see somebody cheating on you and not jump out with because <laughs> I would have jumped out. <laughs> like right. that's very that's very unurban. I can't even say Chicago. That's very un-Detroit. That shit was real LA, young. And, that shit was real young in the rest. New York. <laughs> that was real, you know, Channel 62 soap opera-ish. Um because it wouldn't went down like that. If Tiff and Emmett would have been out there, you Tiff would have rolled up on them, like for real. Probably scratched his eyes out. Uh, I don't know. I just don't know. Like, oh, I see my my significant other hooked up with somebody else. Let me go to a bar to possibly attract somebody to um, get revenge. That, Fail. Can we talk about that that love scene with the brat? I'm like that had to be the most mm. awkwardest. Is that what it that has to be like usually when you watch <laughs> what was, TV? What was your question, Bill? What was your question? Mm. Is that what West like? <laughs> I was about to say, is that what it looked like when two lesbians get together? Because this is not I don't know. I was just focusing on singing Anita Baker because they had Anita Baker and my song was playing. So I was jamming. I wasn't necessarily even focused on the, the I think I even looked away. Not necessarily because it wasn't, you know, I, I want to tread lightly right. here, but you just I doing was some just other shit. On yeah. the song. <laughs> I was watching it like this don't look not like what HBO showed us coming up when we was younger. Like this is very unsexy. This is very this looks too real. Like this is, it was all awkward. Like this is awkward. She's bumping those stuff and knocking so stuff over. I'm like, oh. So I don't know, Ben. We talked about this. You watch the Tyler Perry show, bro, right? You watch that show? I've seen a few episodes of it. Okay, so in the most recent season, they have a similar um scene like that. Um and the scene was nothing like what we saw on uh, Showtime. It was nothing like that. And this is on BBC was, Plus. <laughs> like so it wasn't. It was that. usually, usually, no matter what TV show you watch, the love scenes are always sexy. Like it just seemed like this looked like somehow this happened for real. Like this really how it go down. It ain't nothing sexy, or or grand just about it. It's just this is how they get it in. You know. And for that to be the brat's first love making scene, I thought they would have just, you know, coordinated better. I just hate they wasted the Nita Baker song on that. They could have. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was. It may. It may have been enjoyable for for some. It may have been enjoyable. I mean, I get what Benny said. It wasn't like uh, um, it wasn't like um, lusty or. It wasn't making you want to be like watching it. Like it was just it like was oh, just let's, a scene. it was just enough to get get across the point. And I don't know to how tell the right, story. To tell I don't the know story. how high and bothered you try to be with your TV watching experience, Ben. But um, that, that, <laughs> I think that was adequate. <laughs> I just think they should, you know, if it was enough for it to be the brats, I think this might have been her first love scene on on screen. She's had videos that she shot that was more sexy and sultry than this. This was like, what the hell is y'all in? Like, this is like something you be just bumping, like, what the hell y'all in here doing? Get up off that bed. Go to, go, (laughs) you know, this is like, is this her? First acting debut? Not that funny. Uh, I, you know, no, she played, she was just on the, um, no, 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 no. She was in that one movie that we watched with um, Candy, the uh, one movie, Benny, we was just watching the, the Lifetime movie. 
um, where she was like a oh. blogger or something. And but we talking about the oh the brat. Yeah, she was in that movie Envy or Lust or whatever that that um, Titty Jake's little series or whatever we was watching on Lifetime. Yeah, I think that was like Envy or something. Yeah. Hmm. But I just thought it could have been just a little bit better. Mm. Either way, I you know. Even Jake and uh, what's the name had a better little love scene than what was going on with that. <laughs> Gemma. Okay, Gemma, right, yeah. So Benny, <laughs> like sounds this is- like um, Benny May is not feeling fulfilled with these love scenes. Is what I'm, <laughs> what I'm taking here. If, if, he wants if, more. <laughs> if I am the brat and this is my first on-screen love scene, I'm gonna need it to be like sexy. Like it ain't gotta but be at raunchy. the same time. That may not be what she wanted. And she she expressed that to the to the yeah. to the writers. Maybe I got to because go remember, Candy was supposed to play that role, right, right, and she didn't. So it, it might hey, be Candy was what, supposed to play the role that, that the Brad is playing. Yeah, no, 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 no. Not, not the Brad was not the Brad. Um, I thought it was the Brad. Was it the Brad? I thought she was supposed to be the one of the one that married Nina. Oh, maybe I got my Candy was supposed. I thought so. I thought, yeah, it was because they talked about lines. it on okay. the Housewives, and Ty wasn't cool with it, so that's why she didn't take that role. But then she got the wife; she got the role of the wife of um of Duda. Oh, interesting. Fun fact: Did y'all know <laughs> that? Um, no, no, no. Fun fact: Did y'all know that um, Tiff and Emmett's son is played by twins? No, I didn't know that. I mean, we should we barely see them. Shit. Right, but the, the parts that we do see, it's it's two, it's two. Uh, they're identical twins. We see oh, okay. his ass one day at like, the that wedding. Part. Like the Olsen twins, him. almost. We yeah. see him one day at the wedding, and we seen him the other day. Right at his grandma's house. <laughs> but just, yeah, one um, of them posted um like a little behind the scenes oh. and showed both of the boys standing next to each other like that's dancing. Cute. Oh, that's yeah, cute. That is cute. Mm-hmm. Um. I I want to know. Um, I y'all know I love Tiffany Emmett, um, cause they seem to still have their family unit together. Like they still support each other. They still die for each other. And I really, even though Emmett is like he's been a fuck up the entire show, but I I see a lot of growth in Emmett. Like I see him. He's um, trying, but he's it, trying. it always. It, it always takes for him to fuck up first before he actually gets his shit together. together like right. just have your shit together, sir. Like why do you have to mess up? In order for you to be right, listen. I I, guess that's just a level of maturity. Like that's just growth. Like you said, it's just growth. Hopefully, he gets it together. And before Tiffany full on go over to um, what's his name, Dante? Dante. I mean, (laughs) you know, being honest, I I don't know how old Emily is supposed to be in this show, early twenties or whatever. But I had a lot of mistakes in my twenties, like a lot. Okay. Uh, we get him at that, yeah. I still am making mistakes at this almost 40. I'm trying to get it together right now. I just made a mistake today. So okay. now, did you I make did. an Emmett mistake today? Let's talk about that. We will talk later. <laughs> okay. We will talk later. <laughs> maybe maybe I did. It's like I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna oh. be good. I'm watching your life. <laughs> Instead of watching TV, I'm like, I'm watching Betty. No, don't watch me because ain't nothing to see here, baby. You're gonna be you're gonna be unentertained watching me. <laughs> um, but I, I really do like how they um, you know, are still able to be there for one another because you know Emmett is going through it with his mama, and that's that's right. tough for him. Um, but Tiff Tiff and uh 
And now I'm about to get the bag with these edibles. Like I was trying to see how much they was offering. Mm-hmm. Shout like, out to uh, give me some Betty Crocker mix up in here. Iman Shumpert. Yeah, Iman Shumpert, who's also from Illinois, which we talked about when we first started talking about the shy. They didn't brought every person from Chicago slash Illinois, because Sydney Starr, who had interviewed Maisha, she's from Chicago, and also mm-hmm. in the transgender community. She was on Love Hip Hop. Now that I'm surprised that you didn't uh, want to talk about Papa and Maisha, because. Uh, Maisha was exhibiting them. I'm tired of your ass, Papa. Uh, vibes. Real I mean, her she done got episode. the she done got the big head already. She done got a little popularity, and now she trying to kick my boy Papa to the curb. Like Come that on. is so disrespectful. Like I really want to go fight her for it's Papa. It's crazy though, because it seemed like at the beginning of the episode, she like my success is your success, and then she like you plugging your podcast on my interview, and then she yeah. like I was like, what happened? Yeah, she just wants to have like kind of like the upper hand over Papa, and that's not that's not cool. Yeah, she uh, she's uh, trying to play my boy Papa, and Papa was there for her when she was watching them kids. Yeah, yeah. he put her on. Shit, yeah. that's how they do you though. You bring it yeah. back from the dead. They try to leave. You. Now she didn't got a little popularity. She trying to kick Papa to the curb. She got, okay. she got her little photo shoot. She on her yeah. mm-hmm. with the Beyonce uh, crown on. But what? But why? But why everybody so mad at Kevin? What Kevin do? Kevin just trying to live his life. Oh, the memes that came out about Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, I hear a grown man at the age of 15. Kevin had lost his girl. He had lost his, his, his good schooling. I don't know where Kevin go. Kevin on the edge. Oh, he about to be back at school with Papa. I thought that. I thought the, um, is it a principal? Is that what you call the it? The dean or the principal, it? yeah. The dean. I, I really thought he was going to let him back in. Oh, I knew he wasn't. Yeah. I knew he wasn't. He was, I like, was yeah, hoping yeah. that he did. Yeah, yeah. Because they yeah. just stayed on that. They just can't. They just stayed on that scene so long. I'm like, okay, he's about to make an exception to the rule, but nope, he stuck. He stuck to the zero time. Like we have yeah, a zero time. Yeah. I mean, he 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 fired on the teacher. Like what? Ultimately, what? that's a good. That's a good well, life he, lesson. Oh, not for, on purpose. For Kevin. Though. He it was an accident. That's why a good he, life lesson for Kevin. Why was he too. so mad at Jake in the classroom? Like y'all had all the opportunity. To scrap it out or do whatever y'all had to do, but you're gonna wait till you get in the classroom and start throwing ink pens. Sometimes you you don't. Sometimes you be like, I'm a, I'm I'm past this. I'm over. It. Then when you see that person, like this little month, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, caught up in the moment. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know how I feel about uh, Kevin calling Gemma a hoe. Like Kevin, mm-hmm. wait a minute, buddy. But then at the same time, I don't know how I feel about Gemma uh, telling Kevin like I still love you when Jake's standing there looking stupid. I'm like. I'm t- <laughs> That I mean, that's whole tendencies. I don't, I don't, I don't know, little player. I'm not saying she a hoe, but it's a hoe adjacent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all can't be out here calling kids hoes. They just, you know. I said whole tendencies. I didn't I call said her hoe adjacent. I didn't say it was, I said it was hoe adjacent. She was, she was getting her big sister advice on from uh, Imani. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. I was like, oh, oh yeah, she was. Oh yeah, she yeah. I forgot. I about was that like, part. this this is not the advice that I'm giving my teenage daughter, but whatever. Um, <laughs> sis, what but, her daddy pull up and say, oh, this house has a lot of character. <laughs> <laughs> the, the shade of it all, honey. The shade of it all. And that daddy be acting like he aloof at all the situations, like <laughs> like he just so far up do the ass trying to be the the next mayor or whatever he got going on. He trying to be. He I don't know what Jim be doing. <laughs> she running her own shit. Speaking of we speaking of uh Maisha with that Beyonce crown on, the rabbit yeah. hole I, I was forced to go down was a uh, trick that he made some disparaging 
remarks about Beyonce. I saw that. And it took me back to Nada, who who I was just about to say, I'm about to sit this one out. Here you who, go. Wait a minute now. Who when Nada said it about two, what, two or three episodes ago, two episodes ago. The the amount of people who've come on the Facebook page, Instagram page, they're like, you know what? She really can't sing. I'm like, what? So Nada has she influence. can sing, she just can't act. Now you shaking the best to be half. <laughs> So, was, let me shut up. So what Trinidad <laughs> was pretty much saying that compared to like Anita Baker, Stephanie Mills, she's not a he says she can sing, but she can't sing. That's what Trick Daddy said. He's like, she can sing, but she just can't sing. Which I don't is a know, because let me tell you, I tried to sing Love on Top, and that should be having me out of That's breath. Hard. I don't know. That's, I still yeah. don't know how she sing that song, and I'm not saying that it's a uh, top ballad or nothing, but it takes it's a little hard. skill to sing that song. I'm just saying. Um, she can sing. I'll give her that. She can sing. She it was just the acting. Acting. Acting, acting is subpar. I just yes. don't like her acting. It's it's too. She overacts to try to make you like. Buy well, that's just her like character. her dancing. Like her dancing is very choreographed, very um, practiced, very rehearsed. So yeah, I'm, she's an inner. She's an overall just an entertainer. Yeah. Um, she gives her all, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, she now she put on a good show now. Thank you. She put on a good show. I don't know, because I went to one of her concerts and I was paying like a hundred and some dollars, and I think my ass was up in the seats with Jesus. I'm like, uh <laughs> <laughs> Were you at that uh what was that? The uh Ford Field concert? Was that yeah, the, the one at uh on the run. The Lemonade concert? Oh the lemonade. The lemonade like, was on the run, or is that two separate ones? I tried no, that to was um, two separate concerts. Okay. I, I tried to on the run was here. I tried to get tickets to her, her concert um, in her hometown, Houston. Oh. And like I had multiple web pages open on my phone, on the laptop, trying to get pages. That concert sold out within minutes. Yeah, sold I bet. out within minutes. I bet. Like, and I think she had two or three shows. They were oh. all sold out within minutes. I'm she like, she puts what? on a great show. Like, she is an excellent performer. I probably wasn't sitting in that front row. She was waiting them damn people up with all that water on the stage. I would have been pissed, but um, <laughs> yeah, she, she's, you know, she does her thing. So we just clarifying Beyonce is a great singer. Trick Daddy says she can't sing. And it's Trick Daddy to be saying who can do anything. <laughs> and then, then he like try to put Trina in, and Trina's like, <laughs> she was like, oh, Beyonce no, no, is no. the best performer of all time. Like, I'm not, I don't. <laughs> trick i don't know what you i don't know nan i ain't got time for this and she basically was <laughs> like no <"Nah>, no nah, bro <laughs> this ain't what we doing nah son so yeah i i i agree with nada i i agree the acting needs some work we yeah because once once they get out there i think nada had made it comfortable for people to really express how they feel so not as a trendsetter <laughs> Cause we didn't oh, hear nothing okay. better about you Beyonce. Out here blazing trails? Like, I just don't think Bla- a trailblazer yeah, right. in honesty. <laughs> not, not at all. A proprietor of honesty. <laughs> Benny out here giving you all kind of credit. <laughs> you see, he trying to make the beehive come after me. You see how they're not coming after you. Listen to. Him. I think you um, the beehive. Well, you, well, you got support now because even everybody on our Facebook page is like, yeah, she's not that good of an actress. Beehive, but, um, her Instagram page is at Lady uh, MV3. <laughs> you gonna call me out like that? Ooh, okay. All right. 
I remember that. No. Nah. <laughs> Look at she she really cracking up at it. She thinks it's funny. Look at her. I am she really trying to send them folks after me. I mean, I was just trying to get us no, some more was, likes I mean, on she... our page. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not here for the likes, honey. <laughs> no. Uh, we, we need some... hold up went down. Have, you, have you all heard about that? Allison Felix leaves Nike. Yeah. Um, yes, I love Allison. Yeah. Felix. I've always been a fan of hers. Yeah. And they, they and really play her. Like, I was real Nike. pissed off at that. Yeah. I think that it's it kind of it's a weird situation to be black because at first we support Nike. A lot of black people came out and supported Nike because of the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. But then when you look at a situation with Allison Felix and how they try to play her, and it's kind of like, damn, should we even be supporting Nike at this point? Or should we be looking for other alternatives? But a good it's thing a- is that she's bringing her own shoes out. It, it kind of makes you think: were they were they just supporting Kaepernick? Were they supporting Kaepernick to get the black dollar? Probably so. Just like how they keep saying that they stand with Black Lives Matter and all that other stuff, like all these all these companies right now, it's just a marketing. It's a marketing right. move for them to say that they support um, different groups or whatever. But I'm very proud of her for speaking her truth. Yeah, standing up for herself and not only her, but for other women. Um. That might that may be silenced by their right. power. So you know that was a hell of a move by her, and a huge step to step away from a company like Nike because I mean they're huge, they're global. So for her to do that, um, I commend her, and I will definitely be support be supporting her. Her new shoe is dropping this. Uh, they're doing pre orders now, but the shoe itself will be out in September. And she's no longer, of course, with Nike, but she did sign with Athleta. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's on a partnership with the Athleta, so. Definitely mm-hmm. a good move on her part. And, and I'm then, glad she kind of brought that to light, though, because I think it's a lot of women, who, even though we in this whole age of women's rights and women are starting to get more of the, you know, more equal pay when, when it comes to men. Not everybody's getting that, but now we're looking at how they feeling pressured not to have babies or mm-hmm. in certain in certain professions. And I think that's kind of what kicked Lisa Bonet off. Uh, uh, what was that show? A different world. A different world. Because mm-hmm. they found out she was pregnant, and they was like, "Well, uh, Lisa, what was her character's name on there? Denise ain't pregnant." Denise. I think that was what they said. Mm-hmm. Bill Cosby told like, "With well, Denise, yeah, ain't but pregnant. her, yeah, her and Bill Cosby was having they they yeah. did not get along in real life." And I think like, there was more to it. Yeah, yeah. Bill, Bill Cosby said. Um, I, I read a couple articles where Bill Cosby was like, basically, she messing up the the brand, like the she brand. messing up the the brand, and that's why he uh, sent her to. Um, to a different world because he like no you messing up the image that we have for our family going on over here not him uh doing whatever he was doing but her there was um right not him there was a time <laughs> there was a time when felicia rashad was pregnant during their recordings and, and they, they hear that and he, um, did, and he ain't want to have like a lot of the scenes she was like laying in the bed mm-hmm. yep they were they were making the scenes like she was laying in the bed um and i remember watching like one of the behind the scenes they they had cut they had cut like a a hole in the mattress to kind of make her kind of sink into it Mm -hmm. so that way she wouldn't show as much so they he made exceptions for who he wanted to make exceptions for i think it was just a bad relationship he didn't want him and um right so i think this is what it was. I think it was because she was single at the time, but Felicia might have been married. She was. And he didn't she want was that. Married to uh, Ahmad. Ahmad. Yeah. 
because the reason I, br I bring that up is because it was a woman who was fired from uh dave ramsey's company for being you know they say she she said she was fired because she was pregnant and not married and sometimes when you get with these companies they have these clauses that you know you just you know, clause yeah mm -hmm. especially when you get into like you know big name brands like i think the open network is different from you know you working for like HGTV. So if you work for Oprah, particularly, she may have a different set of rules when you represent her as an employee, as opposed to. I don't represent you. I work at a fucking job. Well, and, and that's what I'm saying. When you people sign up mama, to do these I'm not things. fucking uh, walking around with your name. Like they do too much. They do too much. And, and that's where these morality clauses come in at. But I think that might be the new battlefront for women who are single and are pregnant that, you know, companies are, are, you know, either pressuring them not to have babies or they're just being dismissed. Because think about it, how, how long are you going to be missing from maternity leave? And that's really discrimination. They'll find a loophole. That's really discrimination. Right, exactly. Y'all try to- Of course, they're not going to tap you on your shoulder and be like, well, you pregnant, go home, you fired. Mm -hmm. They'll find something to, to kind of get you out of there. And you need to find you a good lawyer. You better call Jeffrey Figer. Jeffrey Parker not have that. <laughs> and, and, and you probably oh, would man. not need to be doing that. <laughs> you somebody else. Right. Please. Well, this has been another great episode of Friends Don't Let Friends Binge Alone Podcast. And next episode is going to be our 10th episode. So we might do something special for y'all. We'll talk about it and let you all know. But make sure you follow us on Facebook. And before we sign out, I got to my right. This is Nada. Um, once again, you know, thanks for tuning in. Um, this was a fun episode. Uh, it's always good to review some of the classics for Black cinema that kind of leads the way to where we are now, um, especially reviewing stuff from back then going into, you know, seeing stuff now. You'd be like, damn, back in the day he was fine, but now that I'm watching it again, <laughs> not so much. You know, that, that, that 4K makes a difference. Um, but yeah, like Benny said, be sure to uh, follow our Facebook page. We'll have some announcements on there. Um, I already have my rabbit hole set up for next episode. Okay. Uh, it's about this crazy show that I've been watching, and, and I can't wait to talk about it because it's weird, but at the same time, the storyline is dope. So um, that's going to be my rabbit hole for next week. So okay. be sure to listen. Um, and to my right, we have Miss Beth, thank you guys for hanging out with us once again. Um, always a fun time with these two um, <laughs> Koreans. <laughs> Y'all got and, me watching stuff I would never. Yes, not is out here binge watching TV, watching night. I can't believe it because I don't even watch TV, and here I am doing a damn podcast about tv but whatever <laughs> this is what i appreciate y'all this is what you get we got her out of her comfort zone she out here sure did. watching tv shows and whatnot um but thank you guys once again for hanging out with us um always a good time hope to see y'all next week for our tip episode like being said we might we might jazz it up for y'all just a little bit put a little razzle dazzle on it for y'all a little razzle dazzle <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I'm Ben. It's been a pleasure. We'll see you next time. Take care. Peace.